I mean, I'm 30,000 feet in the air, right? They're saying, Kevin, come on, please. Kev, you got to put on a parachute. Everybody's going, please, please, Kev. At this point, they're begging me. Well, tell me that the story ends with you wearing the parachute. Absolutely fucking not. No. <laughs> no. No, I wanted to be authentic, right? It's got to be real. Yeah. You know what Tom Cruise calls parachutes? Diapers. Is that because they fill up when you're falling? No. Tom told me, he said, Kev, they put me in a parachute. They might as well put a diaper on me and send me to pasture. Following contains offensive language and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Boom, 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 boom. I was trying to see if I recognized what you were going to say, but I couldn't recognize it. Anyway, what was that? <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll get just, back to it. Whatever. <laughs> That's we'll, the we'll jingle. Get back to the g- <laughs> oh, our new jingle for 2024. Nice. <laughs> Welcome back to the Combo Bullets for Nurse New Bullying. My host, Lee Red, a.k.a. the Boogie Oogie Woogie Man, with my co-host. And this is Eli, aka Snow Job. Yes, that's definitely dirty. But anyway, uh, <laughs> shout out to me, shout out to Eli, and shout out to our third partner, the AI. Because <laughs> the well, it's only a matter of time, right? It's only a matter of time before the AI is running the show. We're just bots, robots. We'll be like Max Headroom. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> See, that's that's an old <laughs> reference, Eli. That's a, every time we get old, we get more dated, dated references as we go along. <laughs> Sit uh, on it, turkey. No. <laughs> <laughs> you jive, turkey. Uh, yeah, so we're Up back your with the nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're back with the episode, and I made a statement last week that we were going to change the format, but I didn't think they thought I was going to literally change the format. We changed the format to make it easier for, you know, for you to look at it on your phone, so you don't have to turn us and you have to do all this like that. We're, we're right there in all its glory. So we this is us getting with the times. Exactly. I know, I know we're old, but we're, we're trying to keep up with you whippersnappers, all your, your ticky tocks and all this you shit. You youngins you know? and yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this might work out or this episode might bomb horribly. I'm here regardless <laughs> of what happens. I don't know. Just enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, but like I said, uh, what you going to jump into? What do we have first? Uh, you know what, Eli? We got actually a meaty show for a show that has nothing going on. So you want to jump into it? Sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. No banter. No chicanery. No malarkey. Let's just just jump into it. So, These shows, when we usually have nothing to talk about, they end up being like three hour long. That's yeah, it. and <laughs> and I'm gonna say why I think this might go long, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, <laughs> Eli saw a show, and I was I shocked did. he saw this show. I was like, I, "Wow, okay." Yeah. Uh, the, the show he saw. I'm gonna go ahead and set up the set the mood. Uh, the show he saw was Monarch legacy of monsters that's the show he saw oh so well you were you couldn't have been shocked that i was interested but you were shocked that i finished the show i was shocked you finished it yeah i was like (laughs) i I think you give it like one or two episodes like fuck this shit you like that and then you like you said you was on episode two like yesterday and then yeah i'm done i'm like what (laughs) which is what i which is what happened at first when i when it first came on 
I tried to watch it and I I couldn't make it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you because I was honestly I was going to talk about Mon- uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters and I was going to just spoil the whole thing for like okay this happened this happened this happened because I'm going to just tell you and I'm, I was going to try to sell you or not sell you on why you should watch the show but since you watch the show. <laughs> I don't have to sell you <laughs> or yeah. not sell you. Or yeah. but we'll, we'll, we'll get it today. We'll get it. Hold on. We have, <laughs> we have a caller. Uh, I can't even see that. Um, what does that say? I need, I need to. Yeah, I can't see it either, man. You're on. Can't you see it either. <laughs> oh, it's Jake. Yo, I know it's okay. Jake. And I can't read what he's saying though. <laughs> I, I read it's yo. It was so small. I thought he was saying yes. I'm like, Jake. <laughs> Jakey Poo in the house. How progressive of you, Jake. Anyway, uh, and we'll fix this format when we get to it. But yeah, that's thing. So you saw this show, and we you know the procedure. We know the procedure. Like I said, when certain topics pop up, I take I take the front. But when Godzilla is there, and you've seen Godzilla, then you're in the driver's seat, Eli. So I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette or whatever or a candy cigarette because we are <laughs> drug free, you know. And I'm gonna let you explain what you thought about this show. And then after that, then I'll bring my thoughts into it, or I'll just jump in whenever I feel like it, because that's what I normally do. So, so yeah, so yeah. Was Godzilla on this show? Oh, that, okay. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump nah. in now. Okay, <laughs> this is a Godzilla show with no Godzilla. I gotta let you know that ahead of time. You go to Waffle House, you expect to see waffles. You go, nope, no waffles. Leave. <laughs> but I'm with waffles. Like y'all, y'all have waffles on the on the thing. No waffles. Go away. So this is it, God. But you gotta remember that that didn't trick us because Godzilla is not in the title anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So technically, they didn't trick you. Yes, he's all over the posters. It's, yes, he's all over the trailers. Yes, it's the monster. It's it's the it's the monster verse, right? Eh? Eh? So you, bait you're and switch. thinking there's bait and switch. So and they did just enough, but you can't say they bait and switched you. They can always say, "Hey, yes. it's on you if you thought Godzilla was going to be here." Godzilla wasn't in the title, just monsters. Eli, this show gaslit us. That's what it did. That's the new now, word we learned for 2023. It gaslit us. Because mm-hmm, was there monsters on this show? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Is it man, the real monster? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta off, read between the lines, man. It's yeah, all metaphors. Off, let, let's, let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. So what did we watch this show? What did we watch this show? We watched this show on Apple TV. Like I said, uh, I had Apple TV. I don't pay for Apple TV. They just keep sending me Apple TV. I don't know why Apple wants me to have Apple TV so badly. I check my email every time. It's another three months. It's a four months. Meanwhile, Netflix goes up every month. I'm sick and tired of Netflix. Meanwhile, uh, Apple TV is over here. Please, three months. Please, four months. I'll suck your dick. Just subscribe. I'm like, damn, I don't want this shit, man. I'm tired of Ted Lasso. I've seen it. But we go. We're back here. So I watched it, and I canceled it after it was done. Even though I know the moment I can't, they're gonna send me some more shit. So, but I watched it just to watch it. And I'll be honest with you, I, I, I hate to take over for you, like I know this Godzilla's your baby, but I have to say this: this was my leisure show when I was watching. Because the thing is, I, I need a show to watch during the week, you know, to get because I don't have Arrowverse, I don't have the Arrowverse anymore, I don't have Flash or everywhere I used to go to. So I had, I, I needed a show to watch during the week. So this was my weekly bands okay oh a new episode of monarch okay i'll watch it boom Ooh, yeah yeah that, that, I, so I, I, didn't, I didn't binge it it was just oh like, yeah that's that's yeah. not the way to do it you were smart <laughs> yeah so it was like a weekly show and then when the show was over i was like okay 
I kind of trying to think about it. You know what's going on, but you binged it, so I'm, I'm yeah. going, going back in your court, throwing back in your court, and I'm gonna fall back and shut the hell up. What? Okay, what? What you got? Yeah, this is I binged it. And woo, that was a long haul, man. It took me a couple <laughs> days too, and it still felt like damn, damn, yeah. <laughs> now, when I first tried to watch it, I was excited for the show because I think I we we watched the trailer or we re reviewed the trailer when it was first, and I was like, hey, I'm. You know, I'll watch a show about Godzilla. Sure, why not? You know, look pretty cool. The trailers look pretty cool. The, the trailer sold us that this was going to be a Godzilla-centric show. Mm -hmm. um, so when it dropped, they dropped like the first two or three episodes. I can't remember. Watch the first episode. Like the first two or, yeah, the first two or three. Yeah. yeah. Watch the first episode. Fell asleep. <laughs> watch the second yeah watch the second episode fell asleep <laughs> and i was like yeah i'm done and then minus one came out and like fuck fuck monarch i don't give a shit <laughs> right like they actually have godzilla in their guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah and then but then last week we we mentioned monarch and it's over and you know the with the new godzilla conflict coming out there seems to be new hype there's new interest in godzilla hey, that minus one pod we did was one of our highest ones of last year so people just want to hear us talk about godzilla so i like yes back, you know yes the godzilla fan sites all over social media are buzzing about monarchs so i said you know what maybe it was i only barely watched the first two let me check it out yeah and i checked it out and whoo that that was a <laughs> that, that that was a chore <laughs> <laughs> I did my homework though. <laughs> don't you say did. I I don't do my homework. <laughs> you you did, you did, Eli, but I was gonna tell you about this show. You didn't have to watch it. I could have copied off your answers. You could stuff. have. I was ready to just tell you everything about the show because I was gonna tell you, Eli, don't watch this show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you that, but <laughs> yeah, I know because I know because I guilt tripped you into minus one. Like guilt trip minus one is the greatest move of all time. Uh fuck. <laughs> Uh, Casablanca, it's minus one, and then I was telling you all this shit. Then you didn't watch it, and you felt bad. I know I guilt trip you in this. I was yeah. not gonna guilt trip you in the show. I was gonna be, I was gonna tell you, Eli, this, 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 and it. So if you decide to watch the next eight episodes, that's on you. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was on me. It. Yeah, it was on me. And 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 the Citizen Kane of monster movies, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I said, it was barely any Godzilla in this Godzilla show. I think I think they have it on a site. I think out of the, out of the ten episodes, there might be five minutes of Godzilla. I don't even. I, I don't even. I it think it's under a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the high side. I'm highballing. I'm highballing. <laughs> yeah, it might not even be that. I'd say 90 seconds. <laughs> it's it's more than 90 seconds because the last episode kind of just throws. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yes. The last episode did feature a Godzilla kaiju battle, which was which was cool. I did yeah. enjoy that part. You know, just, you know, 10 hours too late, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it finally got there. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is Monarch? Monarch is part of that, that – uh, the, uh, the the this new Godzilla Warner Brothers universe this this like this monster verse that you know starting with the 2014 Godzilla movie right, right. We, we do have to say that this is basically taking place a year after the 2014 Godzilla movie. yeah um and you know with the Kong Skull Island Godzilla versus Kong and this new Godzilla Kong movie coming out this year it 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 ties into that it's part of that cinematic universe you know right. 
So even um, though none of the people in this show show up in any mm, of the movies, no, none of the characters except John Goodman. John Goodman's character has a cameo. Okay, that was that yeah. was a spoiler. Because I, I I just go ahead and say this. Uh, yes, John Goodman does have a spoiler because that was a, one of the spoilers towards the end of the show. Was it revealed? Because I kept looking like, who is this guy? Why, why is this guy here? It turns out that guy was John Goodman. Yeah, and yeah. he showed he popped up in Skull Island. Um, yeah, so I, yeah. I didn't make connection to like the very last episode. And I'm like, oh, that's who he is. Okay, so so yeah, so basically, this show is basically about well, it's basically a family drama. The kids yeah. of a worker <laughs> investigating <laughs> Godzilla goes to basically searching for him, searching for their missing father. And, and, and in the turn, crazy thing is, I'm thinking like the first five episodes. Okay, it was Ken Watanabe. You know, the let them fight. So did I. I thought that's who it was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. <laughs> Just some random asshole. Like, okay, so the one thing that I thought this show was going to do, it didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they go searching for their dad. They end up uncovering this big conspiracy with this organization called Monarch that is where the been, show comes from. So yeah. Yeah, that's been studying the the, the Titans, the giant monsters, Godzilla, Kong all those guys that we've seen in all these movies. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it is. It's got a sort of a spy espionage type of feel, you know, mm -hmm. sort of a mystery espionage thriller sort it's, of It's a feel. prequel, you know. Yes. Yeah. Now, I don't mind spy thrillers. I like James Bond. I like, you know, the parallax view, you know, <laughs> all the, mm -hmm. you know, all the president's men. I, I dig shit like that. But, they went, and this is my biggest pet peeve about this type of shit. They are trying to uncover a mystery that we already we know about. <laughs> For ten Do episodes, does Godzilla exists. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's this, there's this giant footprint. What is this? What could it be? Like. For 10 fucking episodes. And I'm like, we already know the answer. You know, I can't stand that shit. You know, like Predator prequels. Like, what's going on? The characters are, they spend half an hour or half the movie wondering what's right. going on. What's killing us? What's been, out there? And this, this has been nine episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a slog to get through. It, it, it was basically, it turned into a family drama about characters. Be because I, this dude you know, that's not Kim Wontanabe is having kids all over the planet. So yeah, and they all eventually meet up. Like what? The and fuck? they're banging everybody, and the kids are banging everybody, and and, and <laughs> his girlfriend wants to bang his sister. Yeah, like, just have a just have a threesome. Just just do that, man. Like holy shit! Like what is this fucking nine zero two one zero? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it turned. If, if you right, exactly right. It was a family drama, and it's like they really going into the family. It wasn't just their family. Because it was also like the grandma had like yeah. a, a thing going on where they wanted because we didn't know who the, who the uh, who the their dad's dad was. Like, is it Wyatt Russell? Is it the yeah. dude playing John Goodman? Is it somebody else? Like, yeah, who's the daddy? We don't know, and we don't care either. <laughs> right. So they really shove it down your throat, but they give you a little tease because you, you, the show, the very first thing you see in the show, Godzilla tearing up the school bus and ran through your sandwiches. Okay, okay, this show's gonna be something. Five minutes yeah. later, we're talking about the daddy having kids all over the planet. Like, yeah, just, yeah. just having the, families just everywhere. So, yeah, in the wake of G Day, the girl, yeah. like, yeah, she she went her she thought her dad was dead, you know, because right. Godzilla came and wrecked San Francisco. So she went on a global 
manhunt looking for him and then found out she's got a secret brother and then that's you know and then they find his girlfriend who who was another secret agent working for another (laughs) (laughs) like 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 in episode seven we find out that the other the other chick was like another secret agent and like right holy shit don't that's not her real name and she working for the other yeah and then another flashback there was like a flashback and it was the whole episode yeah just 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 constant flashbacks about these people that like okay now they could have remedied this had they had like a monster like a like a monster this seemed like it was going to be like okay godzilla's very barely in it they don't have the licenses to all the toho monsters like we wish they did maybe they can give us a monster of the week you know every episode they fight a monster like some bat monster or yeah or some shit yeah and they didn't do that either They couldn't even give us a monster of the week. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, it, this was a slog to get through. Um, it, it, you know, and, and it really leaned into the campiness of the, the monster verse movies. Like in the last, in, in, in the Kong movie, Kong Godzilla movie, they introduced the idea of the hollow earth. Yeah. You know, now that they, they go, they go deeper with it in this show. Yeah. And that's the dumbest, campiest <laughs> part, most least interesting part of that Godzilla Kong movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they, yeah, they really go deep into it's that an idea. Or something yes. or whatever the fuck. It's, it's yeah. a time warp. You yeah. age differently. Time, yeah, it's <laughs> their grandma's, um, their sister, whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Damn, my grandma hot as hell. Like, no, man, don't go there. Yeah, your girlfriend that wants to bang your sister, don't go there. And God, yeah, I've been watching Godzilla movies all my life. Yeah. Godzilla gets campy. They have wild, campy ideas. There's underground secret societies like Mothra and King Caesar, the Seatopians, and who worship Megalon. Like Godzilla has wild, weird, campy ideas. Yeah, you know, but they don't stretch those ideas out into 10 episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, like oh. it's a two hour maybe hour and a half movie you just get in get out with your crazy idea yeah like, like oh god the you know the exilians are here they're from other planets or they're time traveling like there's there's weird campy ideas but they really took a campy stupid idea and just took it way too serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that got kind of exhausted you know so like even G Force, like, because G Force is in the the Heisei era of Godzilla. That's like a military. They're kind of like the Power Rangers. They're like the Godzilla Defense League. You know, when Godzilla shows up, they jump in their giant mechs. You know, and so and fight Godzilla. It's, it's, it's basically like a version of Mana. You know, but yeah, even right. in those movies, they don't like over overdraw out G Force. You know, <laughs> the bureaucracy and all the red tape of G Force. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, a G Force TV show, like yeah, they they never did that, you know, like you know, um, so for the most part, I was really I had a hard time getting through this. I mean, there were some pockets of Easter eggs and ideas that I thought, okay, that's kind of cool, you know, but they didn't lean into them. Like anything that interested me, they didn't lean into, you know, like that whole yeah. thing about how they had a uh, those special homes that they built. For in case of a kaiju attacks, 
Yeah. And they're like sitting there. How could people afford those? You know, we can't afford that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so basically, how the in you. yeah, how the world has is dealing with this 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 giant monster threat. You know, yeah. they're kind of reminiscent of nine eleven. I wish they would have like kind of went into that like homeland security, but they don't. They just kind of like mention it and then move on to the who's banging who and who's mama's who and all, <laughs> right. all that shit, you know is john goodman the granddaddy or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah uh yeah this was uh a good idea they just they just yeah. really ripped it apart and turned it really boring and yeah <laughs> yeah Okay, let, 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 me, let me go, let me go. Because, Eli, I, I feel like you took a, a triple cheeseburger and you tried to eat it on one go. Like, you just, no, <laughs> Basically. No, no, no soda, no water, no lube. You just, just take it all down. No ketchup, no, no bun. Ketchup, no. Right. No, it's just, just, <laughs> no. You, know, you deep throat the burger. You can't yeah. deep throat this burger. So, me, <laughs> I took it, you know, a piece at a time. I took it a weekly at a time. It was, like I said, it was a weekly show. I had time to digest each episode. Yes, it was slow. I, I agree with you. It was slow, but I was into the family drama. I, I don't know. I was. It was. It was some soap opera shit. It was some Arrow shit. You know, everybody wants to bang everybody, so I was into this shit. It did give me little bits pieces of Monarch did this and and that whole other thing, like the whole other company. I didn't know that was a company that was in Kong Skull Island. So when they got to the last episode, I was kind of shocked. I'm like, oh, so they. They did put the piece together. And I will say this. Okay, we talk about the, this chick right here that wants to bang everybody, everybody's brother, everybody's <laughs> sister, everything like that. I will I, I know this chick. I know this chick. She's she's from the Fast and Furious. Oh, okay. She, oh, because of course she is. But here's yeah. my thing, Eli. Here's my thing. Mark my words. She's gonna be a thing. She should like, be. No, in like in Hollywood, a, a thing. I think, I think give it by the end of the year. We're gonna know who she is. Everybody will know who she is. If not, I will eat a cheeseburger on our best of 2020. A triple, a triple cheeseburger. No, in I one will gulp. not deep throw a triple cheeseburger <laughs> with no ketchup. <laughs> you want me to die? That's <laughs> my thing. Also, another thing I like about it. I hope I like the whole Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell thing. He's playing his daddy back in whatever shit like that. Plus, I just like Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell has been impressing me in everything he's been. I seen I've seen him in a bunch of stuff lately. So that's been a thing. Oh, what yeah. do we got here? Yeah. Curse Clemens. She's been, I'm so glad she did something else other than the flash. <laughs> she has washed that stink off her. I like that. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. So that's my thing. But so, that's a, that's the thing. Is like when they turn out when it turns out she was a secret agent too, she yeah. wasn't even a cool secret agent. Like I was like, oh, who is she? Did she does she, you know, is she working for that one company that had those hovercrafts? You know that, like in you know, like in that the last movie or something. You know something, right. but no, she was just working for some other asshole company, and yeah, the other company that's right. Yeah, and she yeah. went on the run because she had hacked into some. Who cares? Yeah. But you know yeah. what I mean, right? <laughs> and, and the thing is, Eli, when Godzilla did show up in the very little pockets, he did show up. I got excited because I'm sitting yeah. around like, okay, she just wants to bang the brother, or whatever, like that. Oh, Godzilla. Okay, cool. So it was it was a shock to me. I didn't take it all in one time. So when he did show up every other fifth episode or some shit like that, it was shocking. Then we finally got to the last episode and they finally had a kaiju battle. I'm like, okay, this is this is worth it. I finally have something to show. And then in the very, very last scene when King Kong shows up, and I, I finally like, oh shit, this is a King Kong pre uh, prequel too. I'm like, okay. So, like I said, for me, this was a leisure show. 
It was a show. It was one of my weekly shows where I had to sit down. Oh, new show. Watch it every Thursday, Friday, like that, and, and get in and get out. You know. So for me, it was a lot easier to take in. But you you can't bench this. Now I'm yeah. not saying I'm not saying that if you did what I did, you still like the show. Your opinion probably would be the exact same it is as now. I think I probably wouldn't have like hated it as much you know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know you might still that's what i'm saying because <laughs> yeah. here's the thing eli over a 10-week period when this show came on i eventually accepted the show for what it was i know it wasn't godzilla gonna show up every so i know it wasn't that i know it's gonna be his family drama this is what the show is take it at or or don't and i was like okay i'm five episodes in six episodes in seven episodes in let me see where this goes and I, I got invested. I got invested. Yeah. Honestly, I think me personally, that's just me. Like if, if I watch 10 episodes of anything, I think I'm going to get invested by the 10th, ninth to 10th episode. That's just me. If, if I take it in stride, not take it all at one, one time. Yeah. I, so. And I think the reason that kept me going is like, okay, Godzilla will show up at right. some point. <laughs> and, 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 see, and that's the thing. That's the thing. So you think eventually I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up. I realized this is not a Godzilla show by like the fourth episode. I'm like, this ain't Godzilla. He ain't gonna show up. Watch the brother and sister try to fuck each other. Just, just enjoy. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. It, it just seemed like yeah, they were really doubling down on trying to make us give a shit about those legacy movies. Yeah, that are totally different than like those legacy movies are really dumb and stupid and can't be. Junk food. You know, I'll be honest with you. I seen all the legacy movies. I had, I mean, those those monsterverse movies. I didn't know there was a company hunting Godzilla. I didn't know. <laughs> I paid no attention to that shit. Yeah, I they mentioned them like here, yeah. here and there. Yeah, here and there they I, dropped I, I in never a little cared, man. Because you don't. Shit, man. Yeah, you don't care when you're watching those movies, but they were right. really trying to make you care about that monarch. Like, I think <laughs> in this movie it's, it's or like in this show. It's kind of like in Star Wars, we make a big deal about the dice, the fuzzy dice that's on the windshield of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That I never noticed, but for some reason, like this big, huge plot point, like, was that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's like they're trying to make it a thing, but it, it's it's whatever. So, But yeah, I think they're just trying to cash in on the Godzilla craze and kind of, you know, shove shit down our throats, you know, like they did in, like, well, the fucking 90s. I will right. say, you know, the... the and, and the thing I, is, they they can't tie this. They can't tie this into the movies. They can't. Not no. Like the like all those movies are really kind of dumb and kind of right. campy, except the very first one, which I felt like on first watch, I, I I enjoyed it. On second watch, I'm like, yeah, this this is ain't this ain't this ain't all that. But what that very first 2014 Godzilla movie had was Brian Cranston. He, and he that was off like 20 minutes in. Yeah, and once he dies, you don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I stopped giving a shit. It was like, yeah. So that was another like the movie old... where a brother tried to fuck a sister. What was it, like Scarlet Witch and, and Quicksilver? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like you know that those movies, the human, you don't care about the humans, in, in those movies, you're just like, well, just wait, wait for the wait for the monsters to show up. You don't care about the little Stranger Things girl. You don't care about, you know, Ice Cube's no, son. No, but here's the thing. If the Stranger <laughs> Things girl was in this show, I kind of would have gave a fuck. Like, okay, it's tying into the movie. Yeah. I know the Stranger Girl. These other people, the Fast and Furious chick, they've never been in these movies before. No. So they literally just pull some shit out their ass. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, and I think they're just... going to be in the new movie? So. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> except you know Godzilla and Kong Except and, and, and how it works. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think it's just marketing. They're, they're, they're cashing in. On, yeah. That's, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. This is and that's this what is happens. Filling. This is filling. Yeah. That's all yeah. it is. Filling. That's what happens every few years. Like I said, we, we, we got some like back, like when the American, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie yeah. back in the nineties, which sucked. I saw it in the theaters, hated it, sucked. But one thing that happened out of that is it brought Godzilla back into popularity. Now, people were talking about Godzilla again. Godzilla toys were back at Target. It was a cool time to be a Godzilla fan for a little while. And it introduced me to the Heisei era of Godzilla movies, which I had no idea existed. You know? But, but let's I had, be honest. Godzilla was brought back to go against Jurassic Park. <laughs> basically. And that's what yeah. that first movie that Matthew Broderick was, was like, you know. I mean, there was like baby Godzilla raptors through half of that movie and shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it did introduce me to the Heisei because I had no idea that it was like ten years of movies in Japan uh, that I had no idea existed until they started. You know, they showed up at Blockbuster, and I'm like, oh, cool! Like, there's all these Godzilla movies that I never saw before, and they turned out to be some of my favorites of all times. You know, that they they updated the suit, they updated the effects, and yeah, you know. So, it, I mean, I, it's cool that Godzilla's popular right now, but yeah. I know, man. You, you got to do Godzilla better, man. You got to do better, you Monarch. Godzilla in your Godzilla show. I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was just like, I don't know if Eli should watch this show, but you watched it, so they got you. I, I did it for y'all. I did it for Jake. There you go, Jake. You're welcome. <laughs> for our, we, shout out to my boss. It, you don't have to, and my boss, yeah. Oh, wait. Can we move on to the next, next part of the podcast? I, I yeah. About a Godzilla show with no Godzilla. <laughs> All right. So, okay, Eli. So, it's, that's my bad. That's my bad. I didn't tell you about Monarch. But now I'm going to put you on the right, the straight and narrow because I watched another movie. Okay. What movie I want to talk about last week, but I didn't talk about it because we talked about Echo. And I was like, please talk about Echo long enough where I don't have to talk about this movie. And you did. <laughs> so appreciate you for that. But now, You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but now we're back. We got to talk about it. So, yeah. Uh, what's the movie we got to talk about? Oh, not that, not that, not that. This. Where is it? Oh damn, I fucked up. Anyway, Lyft. Lyft is what we're gonna talk about. There it is. Boom, right there. We're gonna talk about Lyft. What is Lyft? It's a heist movie starring Kevin Hart on Netflix. It's like every other heist movie on Netflix. It's that. So, reason I want this movie. So the thing is, the reason I want to talk about this movie. Now, first off, Eli, this movie sucks. Don't watch it. Everybody <laughs> watching this podcast, this movie sucks. Don't watch it. <laughs> but the reason I'm talking about this movie because there's so much, you know, chatter and discourse about the movie and people saying this about the movie, people saying the movie. People don't know why the movie sucks. Basically, people are debating why the movie sucks. I'm trying to go into, and I don't like to do this. I don't like to talk specifically bad shit I don't like because I feel like every other, you know, review site and podcast of like that kind of we're just going along with that. But I got to talk about this because there's some certain things on this movie that caught my attention that I got to talk about. For instance, okay. So it's a Kevin Hart movie, right? Oh, not the chicks, not the Fast Furious chicks. It's a Kevin Hart movie. But the thing is, Eli, Kevin Hart is playing the straight man of the movie. So he's a straight man, not cracking any jokes, and everybody else around oh, him. Oh, like, like jokes. straight as in he's not funny. Not not like straight not, as in gender or, or sexual. Right, not straight as in gender. I, I know it's 
2024, <laughs> we have to clarify. We have to clarify. So, yes. But, and not the fact that Kevin Hart is a funny. He's the Kevin square. Hart, he's the square. He's the, yeah, he's the guy bouncing off everybody else. So, the he's point the, of the movie cube. Is, got us on the train to Squaresville. Okay. Exactly. So, that, he's the guy. So, the point of the movie is that Kevin Hart isn't trying to be funny. What he's trying to be is smooth, charismatic. He's trying to, okay. This movie feels like a movie that Idris Elba should have been in. Because it feels like you needed that suave, charismatic guy to carry the movie. So it feels like Kevin Hart is doing an Idris Elba impression. That's what it feels like. He's now, trying to broaden, is he trying to broaden his acting range? That's, that's, what it, that's what it feels like. Because he's completely doing a different role than he's ever done in a movie. Like, he's always been the loud, yelling guy, shit like this. But in this, he's, he's got the, the, the bedroom eyes, the dreamy eyes, you know, trying to seduce women and shit like that. Like, it's, like Bill Murray doing his dramatic Bill Murray role. Yeah. Kind of like that, like I don't know if you built for that, Kevin Hart. I don't know. That's the... Yeah, because ain't he like three feet tall? He's like, a yeah, but, but but the thing is, he's like standing on high shit while they're like they're doing like Tom Cruise. They'll, they'll, they'll put him on a box and shit. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. Like, why can't Kevin Hart be an action hero? He's gonna be in the eighties. Eddie Murphy was an action hero. He was. He was. He was an action hero. Started off stand up comedy, Saturday Live, became an action hero. But the, at the same time, even though when Eddie Murphy was doing action movies, he was still funny. He, yeah, he was. He Quick, was what's your favorite? What's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Coming to America. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> you see how fast I answer that? That's not even a question. That's, <laughs> I almost ended before you finished the question, but I want to see oh. what you say. But yeah. Oh well, for me, it's got to. Oh, it'd be a toss up between Beverly Hills Cop. Child. Please don't say Golden. Okay. Or, oh, Golden Child. Oh, yeah, Golden Child. I, I had a feeling you were going to say Golden Child. I, say Golden. <laughs> no. I, love, I, love Go I love Golden Child. I'm just saying, out of the 80s, Golden Child was his weakest 80s movie. <laughs> yeah. The shit no. was still fire. The shit was still fire. I, I, I was going to say it was a toss-up between Beverly Hills Cop and, and 48 Hours. So. Nick Dosey was so racist in that movie, man. I, I yeah, well, that's the point. Yeah, he, he's I, an I know, asshole. I know, I know. I should just go over yeah, No, I'll go with Beverly Hills Cop because, yes, he... Reggie is more of a the sidekick in in forty. Yeah, that's like, yeah, you know, like Axel oh, Foley is the main is the is the main, the main guy, and yeah. they're his side, like yeah. just right holding all stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. So. so that's my thing. So like I said, so Kevin Hart, I think he's still trying to figure this thing out. He's trying to be the leading man action guy because he hangs around the Rock all the time and shit like that. So he thinking why can't he do that? Why can't I do that? Well, this is why. Oh, yeah, wasn't he in Jumanji or some shit? Yeah, he was in Jumanji. He was in uh How's the Show. Oh yeah. Yeah, was he? Yeah, I don't remember. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's my whole point. <laughs> so the thing is, he's trying to be the. He's trying to step out of his comfort zone. Where he's trying to be the. Look, look at him. He's got a turtleneck. He's serious. <laughs> he's trying to be Archer. Yeah. Exactly. So like, I don't know, man. It's just like I said. If it just Elba was in this movie, or somebody you know cool like that, you know, then maybe this movie would be okay. But Kevin, and the thing is, it's not that I don't honestly. I'm going to give Kevin Hart the benefit of the doubt. I think Kevin Hart actually did a, a fairly decent job. It's just hard to separate Kevin Hart from that. That's all. Like, you can't go to his Netflix special and then watch this shit. You, you, can't, you can't unsee it. So that's my thing. Oh, um, yeah. And, and yeah, plus, he, honestly, yeah. Even Eddie Murphy in, like, Boomerang. And, and still he funny. was suave and smooth, but he was still funny. He was it? still funny. Yeah. He was still funny. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. You, you got to gotta learn how to have bad likes. It is his first try. Maybe he'll get another crack at it, but I don't know. Did you ever see? I'm pretty sure you didn't. But Kevin Hart had a TV show on Quibi. 
You ever heard of Quibi app? <laughs> no. Nobody's heard of it. No, it's a show nobody's heard of. I saw it. Anyway, it's on Roku, if you can find it. It's on Quibi. The show is called Die Hard, where he goes to action school. And everybody's just laughing at him. So I feel like this is almost a movie that could have been like a, a, a fake movie in that TV show. But he's decided to make it a real movie. So, like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Another thing about the movie when I talk about why uh, that perplexes me. The guy that directed this movie was F. Gary Gray. Now, for those who know who F. Gary Gray oh, is, oh you know, no shit. Well, yeah, they, F. yeah, yeah. Oh, I do. I know who he is. Yes, you know who he is. But a lot of people don't know who F. Gary Gray is, but they know what he did. Like I said, he directed. He directed a lot of your favorite movies. Friday. He directed, he directed Friday. Yes, he directed. Set it uh, off. Set, he did it. Set it off. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, he did set it off. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is straight that? out of Compton? Did he do that? Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who F. Gary Gray is? Yeah, that's what I want to do. I know who F. Gary is. Eli, here's my black card, Eli. Here, have it by the end of the episode. Just give it back at the end of the episode. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I was going to name some of my movies, but never mind. Anyway, he did a tagging job. He did a tagging job. Another oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. Yeah. So you think, okay, he did a tagging job, but that movie was pretty good. Why is this movie like this? Like, why can't he just do that? So I don't know. I'm not used to F. Gary Gray to be like at least. Did he, did, didn't movie. he make? Didn't he make? Did he make one of the Fast and Furious movies? Yes, <laughs> he did. Uh, second, no, that was no. The second one was John Singleton. John X. No, John Singleton. Yeah, he, yeah. he did number eight. Yeah, he did like the and, Negotiator. I think didn't he do like he the did Negotiator? The, he did negotiator. And, he did Law Abiders. Did all that. Also, F. Gary Gray, Gray is the first black director to have a billion dollar movie. He did it before Ryan Coogler. Oh no shit. Because of the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's all I got. We, we can move past that. Just don't watch this movie. But I, I just had to address that because it's like I was laughing at the movie, but not how I should have been laughing at the movie, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. A Man Apart. He did A Man Apart with uh, That was a good movie, the too. Rock. Yeah. Was The Rock in that? I thought it was Vin Diesel. I was The I Rock. Can't, I can't tell him apart. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Oh, uh, he did a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, but what else we got? Uh, oh, you're you're back up, Eli. You back up. I'm a, I'm gonna fall back, but I'm gonna chip in when I need to. Well, let me set you, let me set you up. Okay. This next segment segment is a Kanye West segment, but it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Eli is gonna be talking about Kanye West, so that's why I'm curious to see what he's gonna say about this. So I'm gonna just give it to you, Eli, and tell me what we got going on. God, you told me in the chat. But I want to hear you explain it and, and see where we go from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the, uh, yeah, I'm really not familiar with Kanye other than. I, I fill in where you need to go. It was on the radio. Uh, uh, the one with Jamie Foxx. Uh, uh, Gold Digger. Yeah. <laughs> Gold Digger. Yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah that, that, that's all I know. <laughs> And that was what twenty years and ago. And when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. He was telling you ahead of time what he was gonna do. <laughs> Y'all weren't listening. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, I'm a metal fan. We, you, you know this. For those who don't know, I listen to a lot of metal, death metal. I Eli play drums in a death metal. metal. Eli put me on metal this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know I, I, I was I, I found out through the metal media. That Kanye West was fo was was photographed, and picture circulating on the internet of Kanye West wearing a Burzum shirt. Now, who is Burzum? They, they don't show the shirt, but yeah, who is Burzum? Burzum is a black metal band. 
Now, what is black metal? It is a originated in like Norway. Um, it's a it's a, like a sub- Scandinavia or something. Like yeah, that. Scandinavian. Yes, the you know um, Vikings, the the the, the Celts, the Norse people. They 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 it, it kind of spun out of like Norse pride. Um, and it's it's a style of music that it's it's like a subgenre of death metal, very fast, very noisy, and usually, you know, pushes satanic ideology. Um, okay. Uh, and back in the '90s, there was a bunch of bunch of they were going wild back in the '90s. These black metal bands. Anyways, the, the guy who's in Burzum, Varg, he went to jail for killing Euronymous from another band called Mayhem. So it's, it's almost like gangster rap, but with metal. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was beef in black metal. Yeah, there, and and he ain't the only one. There's other there's other black metal musician bands that went to jail for murder and shit like that. They were burning down churches. They were going wild in Norway back in the nineties. These black the black metal scene in Raping Norway. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so Varg, the guy in Burzum, the shirt that Kanye is wearing, he went to jail for many years. He's out now, but he kind of pushes sort of white supremacist views mm-hmm. um so seeing kanye west wear a burzum shirt is kind of weird uh, <laughs> that's where i that's where i passed it to you because okay. i'm not fam- i'm not too familiar with kanye I'm so I, <laughs> I was like what's up with this leroy <laughs> I, I this is I have heard nothing about this. I, like I said, anytime Kanye does wild shit, that just means he's about to drop an album in a month. That's all it means. And, and and so one of my uh, you know people, my metal, you know my metal friends, brought to my attention that yes, he is dropping an album and showed me the cover, and it looks like a black metal album cover. He even mm. uses like the font, the Burzum font, the logo font on okay. on Kanye's. <laughs> Now, I, I will tell you this. Like I said, honestly, I'm a huge Kanye fan. <laughs> Kanye one of my favorite artists of all time. And I know it's weird to say that because of all the wild shit he says. So it's very hard to defend the shit he say and still be a fan of his music. So I got to almost like, hey, I like the music, not the dumb shit he says. But I, I always got to put his I'm kind of like that with Ted Nugent. I, I love Cat Scratch Fever. Right. But yeah, that dude's a douchebag. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you can separate the art and the artist sometimes. Yeah. You can do that sometimes. But the thing is with Kanye is that he does dip his toe into other genres of music in his music. Like his rap isn't just rap. His rap will sometimes he like uh he made this album called 808 and Heartbreaks. At the t- it came out like 2008, 2009, something like that. At the time when he and it came out, we all said it sucked. We all said it's Kanye's worst album. Kanye will, will never make a good album again. And now five years later, we're like, oh, this might be his best album. And now every song on the radio sounds like that album. He did it like 15 years earlier. Not only that, he won a Grammy for a gospel album. <laughs> he made a gospel album on that. I reviewed it on this podcast. Like I remember, I remember that. Like one of the very first episodes we did. I kept yapping, yapping, yapping about gospel albums, and you and go uh you and uh Ogar was just like, Man, will you shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> But I kept going. It's okay. <laughs> what else he did? Uh, he Daft Punk. He had he pretty much did like a Daft Punk album. So he's always dipping his toe in other genres. He doesn't just do like one thing that says. So if he's doing like a, if he's doing a black metal album, and wins a Grammy, and we, <laughs> right, he'll be and he the makes first. every black person a black metal fan. Like, like yeah, it'll be, it'll be the first black metal album that ever wins a Grammy. <laughs> it's gonna be playing in the hood. It's gonna be. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be really weird. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, man? the hood's gonna start bumping like Mayhem and Dark Throne albums. Like, and like we discovered it. Yeah, <laughs> just like like you make like Godzilla got popular and everybody got a Godzilla. Just like you're gonna drop blackmail on the hood. Everybody like put this Andre 3000 flute shit away. Give me yeah. some Kanye black metal. You know? As long as they don't understand the lyrics, they'll be good. <laughs> oh no, we will break down the lyrics. We will find the lyrics and we will find. Well, okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Now I, I'm not a fan of black metal. I, I'm I'm not I'm, I find it kind of boring. I find it you know yeah. I like fast shit. I like blast beats. I like fast riffs and shit. But it just gets a little boring to me. Um, also yes, there are a bunch of bands that have sort of racist views. So that's another thing that kind of turns me off. There are some bands that I do dig. I have you know I do like 1349, some Marduk. You know what I mean? Enslaved. I, I dig on some black metal here and there, you know, Emperor, you know. Let, let me ask you this. Have there ever been any black, black metal bands? Oh, yes. And that's where I'm going. So, okay. All right. Because like, the like whole, Charlie Pride and, and country music. So, yeah. so the whole church burning thing, mm-hmm. that that's less to do with like sat- satanic, like, you know, Satanism or whatever, and more to do with like anti-colonialism. It was more about Viking or Norse pride. That's what they were getting into. The, the, these black metal bands were getting into their Celtic roots. And gotcha. the Vikings... A, they basically, they felt like Christianity was taking over, so they was attacking. Yep, the Vikings, gotcha. the, 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 the Celts, they were colonized by Christians. So yep. that that's, that's kind of what happened. And there's a lot of native metal bands that have a lot of black metal like influence and kind of yep. dig on black metal for those because they what? view it as anti-colonialism, an anti-colonization sort of theme. So that's why there's like these... one of these days we're gonna break down Beowulf. <laughs> we're not gonna do it today, but we're gonna break down Beowulf. It's, it's some shit. It's some shit in that story. Oh yeah, I, I, the, the best 3D movie I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> not the Angelina Jolie bullshit. I mean, actual. But, oh no, I love that. Man. I saw that in 3D, dude. That was dope. <laughs> Honestly, I never seen it. I never ever seen it. <laughs> it was dope in 3D. It was dope, okay. man. <laughs> I was gonna actually talk about the actual story, but never, never mind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so yeah, I'm 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 not the biggest black metal fan, but I do appreciate its anti-colonization themes that go along with it. Right. You know, so, and yeah, there's been I mean, metal's all over the world. There's, you know, it's it's an international thing. People think it's like this like subgenre that doesn't get a lot of respect or you know, you know, attention, but it's actually like this big global movement. You know. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I you know the, the the whole racist side of black metal kind of turns me off. Then you know, so and that's why seeing Kanye. Kanye seeing Kanye wearing a Burzum shirt is like what the fuck? Okay, so, <laughs> if so he's what, trolling what am, I, people, what, am I, what am I looking at right here? Yeah, oh, that's just a meme that I saw. So that's oh. Varg. That's Varg from Burzum on the on the left, the white dude. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's that's the Nazi guy. Because Kanye was wearing. So the black dude is wearing. I mean, the, the the white dude is is the Nazi wearing the Black Lives Matter shirt. Yeah, somebody. He, that's he a really, meme. He didn't really do that. Okay, he didn't. No, really that's just that. a meme. Somebody that I found on one okay. of the metal sites that I thought was Kanye hilarious. Kanye was wearing an All Lives Matter shirt all last year. <laughs> yeah. Listen, everybody off. Like I said, he, he. I'm not gonna go all the dumb shit he says, but the thing is, we do have to start thinking for ourselves because Kanye says so much dumb shit, which he has a right to. Anybody can say any dumb shit they want to say. But the thing is, he has so much power and influence, people say the same dumb shit he's saying. Like when he was saying, like, Hitler loves black people. And then I'm starting seeing a movement about how other black people are like, yeah, Hitler did like us. Like, no, Hitler, please don't, don't go this way. Here's my thing about this. Whether Hitler liked us or not, 
it doesn't matter at this point. Don't get involved in this shit. Don't spread that that rhetoric. Just yeah. leave leave us out of this shit. Yeah, we don't need to be saying the same shit Nazis are saying. We are not yeah. Nazis. Nazis do not like us. <laughs> we do not need to join them. Yeah, stop making stupid people your spokesperson for right. you know your your political views or ideology. Right. <laughs> you know, we like, do not need black Nazis, man. Please don't don't. Yeah. Do I know Kanye's running twenty four four. Please do not become a black Nazi. Yeah, That's Bill Bill Maher. Bill Maher is just a comedian talking shit. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And well, Joe Rogan, about, yeah, and Joe Rogan, same thing. He's a comedian talking shit, you know. Yeah, and the thing is, they love to hop on the left and right whenever what side, whichever side gets pissed off, they hop yeah. on the side and they hop back and forth. Why? Because they just love stirring up shit. Yeah, you know, so both sides are make, pissed at them because they know it draws attention. Make up your own minds. Even us, don't listen to us. We we, we don't know what the don't. fuck we're we talking say, about. We say <laughs> stupid shit on here. I do want to say one thing. I want the audience to please stop asking Goldman to fire us. We no longer work for him, <laughs> so he can't yeah. fire us. Anymore. Ain't like he ever paid us or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's like we're, yeah, we're we're. This is just for entertainment purposes only. Exactly. So we can say Not, any dumb shit we say and just yeah. put the disclaimer up. Hey, Eli put the disclaimer up before we even started. So that's to let you know right there. <laughs> yeah, don't follow the dumb shit we say. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't 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 quote us on anything because we're just right talking out of our asses. <laughs> right. Because you know? whatever I say this week, I will forget and probably change my mind next week. That's, that's yeah, this is not none of this is scripture. You know, right. <laughs> well, Leroy said, don't ask we're not, said, I don't even remember what Leroy said. Yeah, we're not writing any amendments here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let me say, who will next part of the podcast? Unless yeah. you got Kanye to talk about. Oh, no, no. Uh, I was going to ask you your top five Kanye albums. But I, I <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even name in my top five black metal albums either. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye would be number one, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, let's move to the next part of the podcast. Okay, Eli, I'm breaking my one rule. Well, I got a bunch of rules, but I'm breaking one of my rules. Okay. So I said I was going to stop uh, with Street Fighter Six, right? I said I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Right. But a friend of mine hit me up the other day, wanted to play around the 10, and I decided to play it again. And guess what? I lost. <laughs> but that's <laughs> I okay. I whooped his ass. No, I, I got my ass whooped, but that's okay. I'm glad I got my ass whooped. It gives me something to fight for again. Because if I beat his ass, it's like, that's why I don't play this game. But now that I got my ass whooped, I'm just like, well, that's why I need to get back on the game. I need to train again. Now I'm gonna show you a little clip from the match. Of course, it's when I when I was. Oh, uh, is this the, is this you're the best around clip? Your training montage. Damn it! Now I should have put that music on there, but that's okay. <laughs> that's why we pay you the big bucks. You like you have all, like, the, have ideas. all the ideas. But anyway, <laughs> here's a clip. I'll do it. Let's motherfucking go, baby! Let's motherfucking go, baby! <laughs> That's the only round I won. That's why I didn't play anything, though. But it was like it was like an hour long clip, but I just wanted to put that right there. So and yes, then you we're stop. We're done now. I'm done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just you just all, all here. Leroy is offline. <laughs> uh, so that's my saying. So now that I've realized I have something to fight for, now I'm going to get back in the training. So you're going to see me streaming Street Fighter Six a lot. So if anybody want to hop on, I'll be there. You know, whatever. I'll be there. Whipping so, all the asses. Well, right now, I get my ass whooped, but don't worry. I will try. No, man. Do it, man. Leroy versus Kenny Omega. Come on. 2024. <laughs> I will be there training with my thumbs. It's like that, doing push-ups just with my thumbs and shit. You know? 
<laughs> bitch going to one. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, next part of the podcast. Like I said, this is comic book bullies where we talk about comic books, and we're just gonna jump into it. And Eli, we got comics. We, there's some comics that dropped this week. Yeah, it was it was a good, pretty good week. It, yeah. it was it was a good week. It was a good week. So I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start off. Let's see what you got because you guys got some books I want to hear about. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Off the top, what I what I put? Oh, so Cap Cap Wolf, Cap Wolf, Cap Cap Wolf, and the Howling Commandos. Cap Wolf, I didn't know the book was still going. I thought it was like issue Howling four. No, I've been reading this. This this has been cool, man. This has been cool. I've been reading it since it dropped, which is like supposed to be like the Marvel Halloween book. It dropped back in the fall. Yeah, this was what I figured. So yeah, you know. But I, I stayed with it. I like that first issue, and I like the second issue, and um, this was the this is the last issue. Um, so this was fun. This was a lot, really fun. So this is uh, it's it's of course it's not canon. <laughs> it's uh, like an else world, you know, Earth, whatever, you know, sixty nine or whatever. <laughs> 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 it's an alternate future where Captain America um, becomes a werewolf in, in World War II. So him and the Howling Commandos go to Germany because Nazis are ex doing experiments at some weird castle. They go there to investigate. They get attacked by werewolves. Cap gets bit, and he turns into a werewolf. Mm -hmm. And um, so the next few issues is him battling werewolves. He ends up meeting this, like, French like witch and she is like the leader of the werewolves and she's been working with the Nazis and she was going to double cross them and basically take the Nazis over and shit. Mm -hmm. And then her, then she was going to rule the world with werewolves and shit. Um, so he ends up fighting her and, uh, you know, defeats her. And this last issue is that's basically what it is. He defeats her. He, the, the Howling commandos blow up the castle and live happily ever after basically. And, and, but captain America still, they never cured him. He's still a werewolf. So, <laughs> werewolf yeah. that night <laughs> yeah yeah so no i thought this was a hell of a lot of fun it's just dumb campy fun monsters you know that whole nazi monster subgenre that is always mm. fun to me you know <laughs> nazis doing experiments yeah, on they, monsters they say hitler was in the occult and stuff like that but yeah that was, you know, I, I, i'm not a hitler historian I, i'm not yeah like Raiders of the Lost Ark, they even that touched on that. Indiana Jones lore touched mm -hmm. on that shit. So. Hell, Captain America, first Avenger test on it. Yeah, yeah. Red yeah. Skull was like a offshoot. There was already people look for the test record because they were saying the uh the Norse guys planted that, which it turns out they did. Yeah, yeah. People so, people didn't pay attention to that. And Marvel goes deep in and you think they do, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh this was yeah, like I said, this was a whole lot of fun. Um the 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 the, the, the last issue was cool too. Art was dope. Action was dope. This was, like I said, just dumb, stupid fun that I had a, I had a blast reading and actually said that it's over. <laughs> <laughs> so four out of five. Yeah. Maybe the volume two next, next Halloween. Yeah. Next Halloween. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So next book I'm going to do is a book that nobody else is reading, but me, I wish more people was reading this book, but if I'm going to hold it down by myself, I'm going to hold it down by myself. Uh, Invincible Iron Man number what is this fourteen? I think I don't know. I think it's it's still tied into the fall of X. The X is falling, you know. So they're here. Uh, and that's what we're going on right now. Let me see if I can blow this. Let's see how this works. Did it work? It did work. Cool. Oh, forward, huh? Uh, yeah. So uh, you can't see it. I know you can't see Eli. Let me see if I can blow it up. But on the cover is Iron Man. Tony Stark requests his book. Riri. And Forge. No, I saw Forge. Forge oh, is like right on the okay. bottom. Yeah, yeah he's, he's on like the front and center for me. 
So that's what this book is about. So it's about reread Tony Stark and Forge. It's their book. But it's still tied into the whole fall of X shit like that. So yeah. I, okay, here's I will admit, and I shouldn't, but here's where you can take my native card. I didn't know Forge was native till I like it was like in my twenties or something. <laughs> <laughs> now to be honest with you, as much X-Men, but it took me a while to even realize Forge, because I think he just mentioned it in one book and i'm like oh really? yeah like i always thought he was just like a a, a ma yeah a, a magnum pi type of dude just another mustache looking right you know tom Selleck type of dude <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, it took a while but yeah so forge is native american they 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 it feels like they're leaning into it now when they didn't back in the 80s and 90s but now they're leaning into it because that's that's the thing so yeah so that's what we got right now uh iron man let's jump into it so the beginning of the book is uh tony stark having a nightmare that magneto is killing him over and over and over again even though magneto's dead so so he wakes up in a cold sweat and he's like oh shit magneto's trying to kill me even though he's made all these you know contingency plans for magneto plus magneto's dead anyway so it shouldn't even matter but he wakes up in a cold sweat and he opens the uh window and he sees his iron man sentinels even though that he made them but they took them from him and they're flying over the city and they're basically trapping him in there he can't leave because he leave his own Iron Man armor would kill him. So, so he's just like, I'm stuck here. I can't leave. So that's okay. And then Emma Frost, who's in the next room, asks him, are you, are you having trouble sleeping? And she's like, I don't have to be a telepath to know that you're having trouble sleeping. She's like, and he's like, yeah, I can't go back to sleep. She's like, what well, do you want me to make you to forget? He's like, no, nah, I used to make myself forget a lot, but I, that just led to even more trouble. He's talking about, you know, the demon in the bottle. That's what he's talking about. And then Emma closes the window with the Iron Man Starks in it, and she takes her clothes off. She's like, oh, I have other ways of making men forget about the troubles. <laughs> you know, and now here's the thing about it. Now, up until this point, they were just in a fake marriage. They weren't doing whatever, whatever. But now Emma Frost is like doing wifely duties. So this know? is still the fall of X or that whole Krakoan era. Yeah. X, X lore. Yeah. It, it's wrapping up, but we're at the tail end of it, but we're still very much into it. And Emma's just like, oh, so you coming to bed or not? And and Tony's just like, okay, when all this fall of X shit is over with, me and you need to figure this thing out. You know. <laughs> uh, and Emma's just like, Oh, I already figured what's going on. You uh the ending is you need to start figuring out your burial plans right now. She's like, You don't think my plan's gonna work? Like, no, your plan's not gonna work. Oh, but I'll be fine. But you gotta you, sleep somewhere else after this, man. Because yeah. I, I haven't jerked off in a year, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, she's telling them like, "I'm gonna be fine, Tony, but you are ever are in trouble." And Tony's like, "I know." So there you go, and they bang for the rest of the book. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, Superman's weakness, Kryptonite. Iron Man's weaknesses, Big Titty Blondes. <laughs> so we're all Tony Stark at heart. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the book cuts to uh Riri Williams and Forge in space. Like I said, we don't see Tony and Emma for the rest of the book. They're, they're done. This is now a Riri Forge in space book, and if they're, they're facing down a space dragon. And the space dragon is the one of the same face dragons of like the cousin of Fing Fang Foon. You oh, know, I was gonna say, man, is it no? No, <laughs> right? No, is so. So it's not Fing Fang Foom, but like his brother or cousin or Fee Fi Fo Fum. Yeah, <laughs> his mother on his brother's cousin's side. So yeah, <laughs> and basically the, the dragon is telling him, oh, well, telling Riri because he she see he sees the rings on her hands. She was like, no, you don't have to worry about me. I'm not threatening you. You have to worry about you. Those rings on your hands. Each ten of those rings are ten curses. So if you don't get those rings off your hand right now, you're going to do something terrible that you can't undo. 
and then the dragon just flies off. And that's it. We don't see him again. And they're just like, and, and Ford's just like, see, you you Avengers, you got it too easy. When a dragon tells you straight up what's going on, what's going to happen in the future, listen to him. Us X-Men, all we got to do is some old chick in a gold mask speaking in riddles. So you should listen to him, man. She's just like, anyway, we need to do this thing Tony Tony asked to do. So what they're doing, they're in Never, Never Delir. I, I, I keep fucking it up. But anyway, you know, the the Thor, the Norse planet where they did all this shit. So anyway, they talk to the dwarves that make all this shit. And then they take all the Mysterium there to forge it into some weapon that Iron Man... It's spaceships. They're going to make a spaceships out of Mysterium. And they're going to pay the dwarves in Mysterium. And like, just let... But they're saying that our, our forges are messed up right now because I guess Carnage fucked them up or some shit. I don't know. I don't, I don't read the okay. Carnage comic. Yeah, it's, it happened in the Carnage comic, but yeah. So uh, anyway, they go down there and they're basically saying that if we go down there, we're going to give you the Mysterium and we're going to show you how to make Mysterium into other things, how to smith Mysterium. So they go there and a few days later, they build all their spaceships and they're done. I guess it was like a week or some shit like that. And they made the spaceship. They made Iron Man spaceships based out of Mysterium. There's pretty much, we'll see what they do later on. But anyway, the dwarves, now that they see what's going on, they see how awesome Mysterium is and they're getting paid in Mysterium. They're like, you know, how about this, Riri? Instead of you, you know, paying us in Mysterium, how about we just take all of it and they try to stab her and shit like that? It's like, oh, so y'all, y'all changing the deal? Like, I've altered the deal, prayer and all of it further, you know. So she just says, Man, fuck you. <laughs> so she, you know, does her shit. She like, I'm gonna see. Oh, and Forge is about to get hit by one of the, the hammer, but his robot leg is like has karate built into it or some shit. It's so like automatically <laughs> kicks the dwarf into some shit. So, see, so like it does it on its own. So now, so Riri takes all the dwarfs. I love how there's like buckskin fringes on his robot, <laughs> his robot. Like just enough, you know, <laughs> on his robot leg, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so Riri takes all the dwarves up. She like, you shouldn't have changed the deal. So now I'm going to send you all into the void, you know, no Liz and shit, whatever. Yeah. And and then, you know, Rogue trying to talk, talk her down. She's like, don't do this, reread. This isn't you. Don't do this. And she she realized that, oh, is it her doing it or is it the rings doing it? And she was like, oh, shit. So she's like, Forge, you got to get rid of these rings. So Forge builds a machine, you know, uh, that sends the rings into every, uh, like all 10 separate parts of the galaxy. So they can't connect with each other again. So Riri can't find them. Nobody else can find them. Wait, 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 wait a second. Yeah. Are these the ten rings? The Mandarin? Yes, yes. She's been the Mandarin for this Iron Man run. Oh, okay. I, I did not know that. Yeah, I reviewed it a while ago. But anyway, she's no longer the Mandarin. <laughs> so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> so she's just back being regular Riri. Uh, and for just like you learn something today, you learn something about yourself, and they have this heart to heart, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So they build their Iron Man spaceships. They're heading back to Earth. And the thing is, they want, they specifically want Orcus to see them. And Firestar, who is a Orcus spy spying on the X-Men, who's really an X-Men spy spying on Orcus. Don't read it too much to it. It's a thing. Anyway, she feeds him information. Tony Stark is taking the spaceships to Australia to uh fortify his, you know, to basically fight you guys. That's the is that information. Nimrod or whatever? Yes, that's Nimrod, Moria X. Omega Sentinel. Man, I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) How deep in the X-Men lore do you want to get? (laughs) So anyway, Phelong is just like, I had to say Phelong because Gabe got on me about saying Phelong last time. So yeah, so that's Phelong. And he's just basically saying, oh, so Tony Tony wants to fight us? Okay. 
if he doesn't become a part of Orcus, I'm going to kill Rhodey and I'm going to trap him in an Iron Man suit that I control and I'm going to move him around like a puppet. And he leaves out of here. And then all the other Orcus, basically all these people like robots, shit like that, they just looking at each other like, fuck that, man. Go kill Tony Stark right now. Stop fucking around with him. Kill him right now. Says he want to do what he want to do. And Nimrod tells the dude in the helmet to go kill uh, kill him. And the guy in the helmet's like, cool. And the guy in the helmet has Wolverine claws. So why does this guy in the helmet have Wolverine claws? Here's the reason he has Wolverine claws. Because all the X-Men, when they do all their cloning shit and rebirthing us like that, Orcus found one of Wolverine's dead bodies. Okay, yeah. And weaponized it. Yeah. Yeah, Beast, Beast made a bunch of Wolverine clones, yeah. Yeah, so Orcus got one too. So they're going to send that Wolverine clone to go kill Iron Man in the next book. So, yeah. Oh, and War Machine gets out of jail, I guess. So, oh, War Machine in jail. I don't know if that's okay. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I should admit. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's where that's where he's been the whole time. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, like I said, I'm still enjoying this book. Emma Frost and Tony Stark banging left and right. They we don't see him again. Riri and and Forge. They're like the two science nerds, but like the Avengers science nerd, X Men science nerd, bonding over science shit. I like it. Orcus plotting shit. It's all coming to a head. Like I said, I'm enjoying the book. Nobody else enjoying the book. I don't care. I'm enjoying it. So it is what it is. Slap a score. Ooh. Four out of five? Four out of five? I'm going to get a four out of five. Four out of five. It's cool. wrong. Four out of five. Yeah. So honestly, I think I pretty much gave every issue in this in this run a four out of five, but that's still a good score. So yeah. All right. So uh, what you got next? Well, I'll do Nightwing number 110. Nightwing. This now, I have it. I have questions. I have questions about this. Okay. Book. Honestly, I'm gonna let you talk because I feel like you're gonna answer whatever question I have. So go ahead. And if okay. I still have questions, I'll answer, but I feel like you're gonna answer my questions. Okay. So this is a Beast World tie-in. Yeah. Oh yes, that's uh that's that's Damien, that's cat Damien, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's dumb as hell, but I, I'm loving it's it. his name, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> that's what I was like. Why the fuck is Damien a cat? But okay. Yeah. So it's beast, it's a Beast World tie-in. So yes, the, the Beast World the event that's going on in DC, spinning out of the Titans. It's awesome. This is crazy. Starro or like the yeah, Gar Beast Boy turned into a giant Star Wolf Starro and started infecting the planet with with Starro you know, parasites and turning everybody on the planet into like animal monsters. Um, Batman is a werewolf. <laughs> what? I would do anyway. Okay. Fine. And, he's, and, he's and transformed to a bat so many times. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Batwolf. Yeah. That was a couple, that was a couple issues ago. And then Damien got turned into a cat. So this, <laughs> not a tiger, so, not a well, panther, no, just, just a straight cat. up cat. Okay. So this this issue introduces I can't remember who what her name is but she's she's like a, she was in Arkham and she got trans she um she almost got transformed into something uh, but uh uh anyways got the, the whole book takes place in Gotham um you know the city's turned into a bunch of monsters Nightwing um is searching with Superman John, Jonathan Superman uh, basically can't find uh, Damien's heartbeat. So I can't find his heartbeat. It's, it's, it's he, either he's dead or he, it's got a different rhythm. It's, he must have changed. We, we got to find him. So they end up uh, finding him underneath Gotham. There is a 
hockey rink that fell during one of the cataclysm, one of the many cataclysms that happened in Gotham. This could have been No Man's Land, could have yeah. been Joker War, could have been it, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they go to the Iceberg Lounge. They find out there's this pit. They call it the pit, and it's a, like a like a cage fighting, you know, tournament. You know, um, way underneath Gotham. Um, they go down there and they find out that that girl from the Arkham has been hosting these Beast War fights where they're pitting creatures against Yo. each other and yeah. and they're fighting each other like pit fighters. Um, problem is, these are just ordinary citizens of Gotham that are just animal been animalized and they're fighting each other and killing each other. Um, so there's this big bear woman. She's this woman who got turned into like a big ass grizzly bear. She ends up fighting, and we and here is the you know the bear woman against Mister Mittens, <laughs> <laughs> and out pops Cat Damien. <laughs> wow. So yeah, so Cat Damien and the bear woman end up scrapping and shit, and uh, uh, Nightwing and Super. We, we gotta we gotta stop this. We we, we gotta. We, we got to put a stop to this, but we, but Superman can't get too close because if he turns into a, a, a star o garo or whatever, he's going to just wreck the planet. Yeah. He'll, he'll fuck, day, he'll fuck yeah. up the whole place. Yeah. So he's got to yeah. keep his distance. So, <clears throat> so yeah, Nightwing goes in there, kicks some ass while Superman, Jonathan picks up the whole hockey arena and flies it out of underground <laughs> and brings it back. Um, of course, Batgirl's working on a serum and shit, and they, they cure Damien, and they're just like, we gotta, we gotta stop this. We gotta, you know, we, we saved Damien. Damien's guilty about what he did, you know, and all that shit, so we, we gotta put a stop to this. So they, they go find that girl who, who's been holding the fights, and like, yeah, you're going, you're gonna go to jail for this. And shit. So that's about it. But other than that, this was, yeah, it, it, was, it was fun. This, this Beast World uh, event has just been a lot of fun. Um, crazy. It's, it's crazy weird trippy wild shit yeah. but it's a lot of fun i think so. beast world one is on dc universe they just went ahead and dropped it i'm i'm, I'm reading it i'm going to read it I'm yeah it's up. crazy it's crazy and um <laughs> i haven't read all the tie-ins but uh but they're all pretty cool <laughs> yeah that's my fault for that down tom taylor he doesn't miss so i don't know why he think he was gonna miss yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> because it sounded stupid but when i read first this year i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like some more night terror shit like no this this is okay this no is no <laughs> no this was pretty cool so yeah four out of five okay all right cool uh next book i'm going to review is did i lose it oh there it is okay uh black panther number eight i think yeah black panther number eight like i said i stopped i fell off on this book so did uh, I. <laughs> I i think i think i'm caught up like i said i i, I stopped reading it when when after the death lock fight i was like well i don't need anything else after this but he's fighting somebody else in this one. Who is he fighting in this one? Oh, uh, Monet. He's fighting Monet. Another X-Man. Yeah. Okay. Nope, wrong one. Uh, you may not know this because she's from Generation X. You know, one oh, of those. Yeah, I'm not, not deep. Yeah. Not that deep. Yeah. She, this like early 90s shit like that. There it is. Okay. Uh, damn, we had another topic we didn't talk about. I'll talk about it next week. Don't matter about it. Uh, basically, what's going on right now? Uh, to get every to get everybody caught up on the story, if you haven't been following the story, there's a gang war going on in Burning Tachaka, which is the city that Black Panther's hiding out because he's been exiled everywhere else in Wakanda but there. Um, and he's trying to find clues on who's behind the gang war, and it turns out 
I'll go deeper to it. Anyway, point is, that, point is he's about to fight X-Man. Monet, <laughs> if you don't know who that is. So let's go to it. Let's watch him fight Monet, and we'll get into it. Okay. So, oh, uh, okay. So we get down to it. He's inside of Monet's house. Well, he's inside her father's. He's by her father's house because he found out her father has something to do with the gang we're going on in Bernie Pachaco. And she's there. She's just like, there's an intruder in my house because she got basically, okay, what are her powers? Everything. She has all the powers. She's a telepath, psychic, whatever like that. And she has a psychic like barrier on this house that she knows if anybody comes into the house. So she shows up, who's at the father's house, and she's ready to attack him. She sees the uh, T'Challa. Oh, and she can turn into a demon thing, whatever, with, <laughs> with uh, diamond claws. <laughs> and she slashes him. She's just like, what the hell? A, a fake T'Challa, because everybody thinks it's a fake T'Challa here. They, they don't think he's the real T'Challa. So she slashes him, and she's like, will you stop this? Let's just sit down and just talk. And she, Superheroes can't talk it out. They got to fight. So he's just like, this is my house. And then, bam, he puts it, well, this is my country. So like I said, T'Challa, equal opportunity. <laughs> and then says she won't stop he actually stabs her with the with the vibranium knife she's like my shit is i'm like i'm made out of diamond how the hell you stab me like it's vibranium vibranium goes to diamond so will you chill and she keeps coming then that's when basis shows up gets her and she's like look he is the real t'challa the real black Panther. if you don't stop he will kill you so do you yield she's like fine i yield i see i don't want y'all ganging up on me so he's like okay fine He's real T'Challa, and you're looking for somebody that you love, don't you? And you're looking for my father. She's like, how you do that? And T'Challa's telling her she's a telepath. And she's a telekinetic, because she just tenetic, telekinetically breaks the, the rope around her. She's like, yeah, I could have did this in time I wanted to. I just didn't, you know. So while they're basically having a conversation, she wants to know what happened to your father. And she basically tells him what happened to her father. And, oh, we cut to this. Okay. So this what happened. So basically, the, the daughter of the main crime boss in uh Bernard T'Chaka is dead and his daughter's having dreams that he was killed by T'Challa. It didn't happen, but when she walked in the room when he was getting killed, T'Challa was in the room. So he's been framed for the murder of the biggest crime boss in, in, in uh Bernard T'Chaka. But she wakes up and she's been in. So this is the big bad of this whole arc right now. This demon called Kavuma. I think I'm saying it right. Kavuma. Kavuma is the big demon, basically the devil, if you want to say that. So that's what they're saying. We'll come back to them later on. Uh, they're interrogating Monet, and she's like, why don't you give us any information, Monet? Uh, we gave you information, and plus we didn't kill you. And she's like, oh, that's what you think happened? And while they're talking, she's tele telekinetically serving coffee to them. Coffee? Just let them, just fucking with them, just let you know, like, I could have whooped both of y'all ass if I wanted to, you know. So they sit down and talk, and basically what she's saying, like, look, uh my father went into business with baba the, the wakandan crime boss because she want he wanted my father to be the the face of the operation while he puts the dirty money behind the operation and they were building a facility off world like why are they building off world they're like okay so you know how dirty companies have like embezzled their their funds and like offshore accounts but people are finding that left and right so what we did we took the intergalactic like a uh, teleporter so the empire of wakanda in space and we're going to teleport the money and the facility there we're going to have an off-planet account they'll never find the shit there so they'll never find the dirty money you know and he's like what is he building there? what does he need the money for and he's just like i don't know that's when he disappeared so uh not just pat past this basically her her the kavuya the demon comes back at her father telling her get your clothes on let's go we gotta do some shit so they go do some shit anyway 
Uh, so Monet's like, look, the fall, the X is falling. The house of X, the trust is falling. I got X shit to do. Y'all figure this shit out. And T'Challa, if you find my father, I'll be in your debt. And she just flies off. And T'Challa's just looking at it like, mm-hmm. If I mess with another X-Man, I'm going to be an X-Man because my ex-wife is going to cut my dick off. <laughs> so I'm not going to look at her. <laughs> so, it's a good so, one. Yeah. I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I took, took me some time for that one. So, yeah. Anyway, they're on a the train going back to Wakanda, uh, going back to Burning Shock because they was, you know, off, off somewhere doing some shit. And they just have a conversation with each other. Basically, just like uh, she's been hiding information from Chala, but Monet kind of exposed the information. She's like, why didn't you tell me this information? The reason I didn't tell you because I don't trust you. Matter of fact, I still don't trust you. Like, how you don't trust me? I've been honest with you the whole time I've been here. She's so like, well, if you trust me, why don't you tell me why you came to Burnish the Chakra? You could have went anywhere on the planet. You could have went anywhere off the planet. Why are you here? And she's like, to learn. You're like, you're the smartest man in Wakanda. What have you learned here? She's like, I learned about myself. Like, I learned, like, basically being in the streets. I learned more in uh, Burnish the Chakra streets than any teacher or book could have taught me. I learned about myself. I learned about humility. I become more humble, and becoming more humble actually made me stronger. I like that's pretty deep. Other shit, don't care. Bypass that. Um, and that's what he says right there. So I've learned more about myself and learned more about my I've learned more about my people. I've learned how to become a better leader by learning how to serve. That's pretty interesting. And she was like, and he's also saying another thing, like I always put my identity in like being the king of Wakanda being a monarch being royalty i've always put my identity in it that's who i was face first so now i realize if you take that away from me and i don't become the king and i'm not royalty what am i and i realize i'm still t'challa and i'm more than my throne and he stares at uh beza and it'll say up oh, we're here and that's it so i'll come back to you later on anyway demon kavuma uh takes her to the fa- her father's grave her family's grave and they walk into this tomb where the rest of the family is in and he said we're going to free the others like the others like yes because nobody is truly gone this is traveling so i guess the, uh black pants gonna fight zombies next issue i guess something like that I don't know. whatever so that's the book right. so now we're caught up <laughs> we're caught up that's all we want to do we just want to get caught up on that one so um boom there we go so sorry it's okay <laughs> it's, it's another one where he fights a superhero for like five issues and it's about other bullshit so honestly i just read it just to kind of just peek my head in to see what's going on with black panther you know mm-hmm. so not much apparently so. <laughs> all right so uh yes yeah, so slap a score Ooh, uh three out of five because i guess he's fighting some demon uh, oh this one we'll talk about i'm not gonna post it back up him and this whole shippy flirty thing he's got going on with Beza. Eli, I'm trying to keep the barbarians at the gates. I can't hold them back any longer. They're coming because we know what's coming. We know Black Panther is going to get a relationship with Beza. Okay. And we know when that happens, Storm's going to lose out? his shit. It's, oh, I was going <laughs> to you say? I, didn't, <laughs> I was going to say Storm's going to lose her shit. <laughs> well, no, fuck Storm. We ain't worried about Storm. <laughs> I'm talking about the internet. The internet is going to lose his shit. <laughs> And we know why. For those who don't know, Beza is is trans. So, oh, like I said, that, that's I did not know that. Yeah. I, anyway, yeah. I, I did not know that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not. You know me. I'm not the biggest X fan. So, 
she's Black Panther. She's not even. <laughs> she's not an X Men. But anyway, <laughs> or or is she? I'm sorry, that's a bad joke. Bad joke. Who's Bayes? Okay, i is this Bay? Is she's not the? No, who who was? Oh, Monet was the X Men. Monet was the X Men. Okay, yeah, Monet Monet's not trans. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I fell off the this new Black Panther run. Okay. like a while so ago. Black Panther's new sidekick is trans. I did not and know then, that. That was yeah. a. Okay, last I read, it was that one dude teacher guy or whatever. He was, in, he was his cousin, not cousin, whatever. Yeah, that's who. That's why. So yeah, I, yeah, I haven't read this in a while, so I he, have no. He shows up too. He's he's he got kidnapped by the crime boss. I I skipped that page, but anyway, like that. But yeah, okay. So the point is, Beza and Black Panther in every book, like they get closer and closer, more, and I'm, I'm, eventually they're going to get romantic. And when they get romantic, that's when shit is going to hit the fan. Honestly, Eli, that's why not, I had no problem with it, but I hadn't been reviewing this book because I don't want to kind of fan the flames. But it's only a matter of time before it gets out there. Headline, they're gonna have all kinds of headlines. Yes, it's it's gonna it's gonna get ugly. Both sides are gonna get at each other. Because yeah, this is what happens. This is what it, they do. This is what they do. Yeah. So I'm I'm dreading that day because I don't want to I don't want to have a conversation about that with Black Panther. Like I, I just don't. I want to have a conversation about him. Beating demons and fighting zombies and, and shit like that. Not this. Who he's fucking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a problem with it. I just want to have the conversation with assholes that could have a problem with. That's all. Yeah, I, 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 I'm same here. I don't care yeah. who fucks who. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I want to see motherfuckers beating their asses. Right. Can we can <laughs> we get more Black Panther versus Deathlock? Can we get that? That's all. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, it's like the Godzilla show. I didn't care who was fucking who. I want right. to see monsters throw down. Want to see monsters? I'm not, just not, I. Not, I, I it's not because they're gay or and going back over here. Yeah, <laughs> it's not because they're gay or whatever. No, I just don't give a shit about who's kissing anybody. I, I right. want to see ass whipping. I want to see fucking people getting fucked up and shit. Exactly. You know? you I never, I never saw the lake house or the or the notebook. I never seen that shit. Right, but you can't <laughs> say that nowadays. So now, if you don't like Monarch Legacy of Monsters, not because it's only three minutes of Godzilla, it's because it's woke. <laughs> It's yeah, and and now you are part of the problem. Like, no, I just don't want to. Yeah, watch they they just they seem to like, and that's what gets the clicks. That's what, that's get what the gets clicks. the that's attention. What this, is, this is what's gonna happen, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 gonna get ugly. We're just gonna have to just ride the storm, Eli. Okay, let's People. both eat. Let's both eat a cheeseburger <laughs> while Black Panther fucks the shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can do. That, that's going to be. Let's we're going to review that book when it happens, and it's going to be five minutes of us as eating a cheeseburger. That's we're just going to put those panels up on we're the screen, panel, and we're not going to say anything. You we're eat gonna, cheeseburgers, I'll have a slice of pizza, and, and we'll just have. That's what. And we're just going to. I'm just drinking Dr Pepper, and that's it. That's all we're going to do. We're, we're, we're going to say shit. That's it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's advertise yeah, the fuck out of it. Already, we are. I'm mad that we already predicted the future, Eli. That's what. <laughs> That's what we are now. So, yeah. All right. So, what you got next? Uh, what do I do? Oh, Cobra Commander number one. Okay. This is the one that I was the most curious about that I I know you're going to pick up. And I was like, okay, I'm waiting for Eli to get down and dirty with it. This is my book of the week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, yes, I, Image, they have now the Energon universe where G.I. Joe and Transformers are crossing over and, you know, into each other's lores. Um, uh, Transformers is now, what, four issues in? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they Duke showed up in one of those issues. Duke number one mm-hmm. refers to Transformers. <clears throat> um, and now we have Cobra Commander number one. Um, and we sort of kind of kind of sort of a reboot. We kind of go into the origins of Cobra Commander. So this refers to go goes back to the cartoon. Does it give him a name? Is his name Bob or some shit? Yeah. I can't remember his real okay. name, but I don't know if you remember in 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 God in God's in GI Joe. I can't remember the fucking the 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 the, the, the place he's from. I can't remember the name. Uh, Cobra Cobra La. That's what it's called. That's where he's from. Like, okay. Cobra La. It's in the cartoons. I think it was in the movie where Cobra Commander is part of some ancient race that was a. Uh, underground you know i thought that was destro a destro might i forget where Destro's from too no but cobra commander comes from like these ancient underground society that was uh secretly like uh like experimenting with like Worship dna and, shit and, and, yeah. and they and they became like mutant monsters and shit like they're like half snake and shit yeah that's where cobra commander comes from and basically that's where they they let Cobra Commander out into the world to take over the world, mm. you know. Um, so it leans into that. This begins in in uh, uh, Cobra La, that that place he's at, where he basically escapes and um, goes out to yeah for world domination. Um, so yeah, this is but it's pretty cool. It, it, Cobra Commander is kind of a kind of a badass in this. He's like murdering people. He goes into a bar, says, "I need basically like the Terminator. I need I need some wheels." I need a vehicle. And they're like, get the fuck out. There are a bunch of rednecks. Get out of here, freak, blah, 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 blah. And he kills one of them, takes their shit. Um, meets up with somebody who I suspect is Destro or Zartan. I okay. think it's, he meets up with somebody. He's like, and the dude's like, yo, man, you really should disguise yourself. You shouldn't be walking around with that pot on your head. You know, his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> talking shit, okay. Yeah, you, know, you should disguise yourself, you know. Um, the reason why I think it's Destro because Destro has disguised himself as like a, a bearded, a bearded dude before. But it could yeah. be Zartan because at the end of the book, Master it says, disguise and- yeah, because at the end of the book, also they're 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 going to check, they're going to the Dreadnoughts or next issue the Dreadnoughts, you know, and and Zartan and the Dreadnoughts as that that was like their crew, um, but it also re- um, it reveals that Cobra Commander has. Megatron. Now Megatron has been like dormant and kind of So he hasn't been in the the Transformers. Yeah, yeah. He's been there but he's inactive, you know, cuz all the Transformers are all they're all wrecked and they haven't been repaired. They're searching for Energon to repair to make repairs on them and bring it bring all the, you know, the Decepticons back to life, the Autobots back to life. They're not the whole they're not all functioning yet, you know. So Megatron has been like basically hasn't been turned on that sounds dirty (laughs) (laughs) but yeah megatron just there just inactive you know not operative um that's why starscream has basically been doing everything you know it was like megatron's dead he you know he fuck megatron but it turns out that cobra commander had megatron at some and this is where it gets weird i'm not sure the timeline because in the transformer book it looks like megatron has been like in the ice for who knows how long but in this it looks like Cobra Commander had Megatron at some point and is basically using, you know, Cybertronian tech 
to build his army or whatever. So okay, so so all these books are connected. Yeah, yeah they're all connecting. Pretty cool, you know. I mm -hmm. thought it was pretty cool. It was, you know, take it took me. It was nostalgic, of course. I I played with GI Joes. I played with Transformers. I watched those cartoons. Even got into the, some of the comics too. Actually, GI Joe. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I break your world. Okay. I had a G. I had GI Joe toy. My cousin broke it. Just like, one. Just one. It was like one of the, one of the, one of the black dudes. I can't remember what it was. It was one. I Roadblock. Not Roadblock. He's like the, one of the skinny ones. Or maybe the Roadblock. One of know. the skinny. Yeah, one skinny of the skinny black dudes. I think that was a skinny black GI Joe. I can't remember. He's your Roadblock. Was like stalker. I guess. I don't know. I, I'm sorry, I'm not in the G.I. Joe lore because I'm still traumatized <laughs> when my cousin broke my toy, ripped his head off. And I was like, man, fuck these toys, man. I, I never touched them again. I never touched any of them. <laughs> I didn't even watch the show because I got pissed I, off every time I watched what? that. I was I, my, my badass cousin. So, I forget that I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because was, it was there. Like I said, I remember the show, but, you know, I just didn't like it. Yeah, G.I. Joe is a huge part of my childhood. <laughs> It, it was, was like it was part of everybody's like I, I was I was the weird kid for not liking GI Joe. That's the thing. Yeah, because like '83 Star Wars was done, pretty yeah. much over. That was '83. That was when Return of the Jedi came out. Star Wars had run its course. You know, by '84 we were playing with Transformers, GI Joe, He Man. You know, Star Wars was kind of out. That was the trend was done by '83, '84. Right. <laughs> so yeah, and then GI Joe, I was really yeah. I, I watched the car GI Joe comics. Those were the first. Now, I had read comics here and there, but G.I. Joe was like the first comic book series that I read month to month. Yeah. Oh, I got to get the issue. Was I writing get the it, issue. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So, yeah, I was in the G.I. Joe for, you know, as a kid um, and, and the, the cartoon and stuff. So, yeah. So that's why reading this, yeah. it really took me back to those days. I mean, I, I haven't read. I read some of the IDW stuff, mostly the shit with the ninjas and snake eyes and storm shadow. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I have no idea what they did with any of the other Joes. I didn't know what, what Duke has been doing in the IDW universe or any of that shit. You know, same thing with the Transformers. I know Gomer had a whole podcast just on yeah, the IDW they, they were the Hasbro comics of all time, of course. Yeah. So I don't know. All I know about this new Transformers is it's going back to the yeah. It's it's building off of that Generation One, the cartoon that I grew yeah, up. The one that everybody knows. So. Yeah. So. But this was cool. I, I I had a lot of fun with this. The Cobra Commander is like kind of a bad because in the in the cartoon he it even says I was reading the liner notes in the back of the of the book Joshua Williamson who's writing this and everything How? else. How? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Here's the thing: that one day I'm going to prove Joshua Williamson AI. I'm going to prove it one day. <laughs> I think he's writing the Duke book too. There's no way he's writing all this shit. <laughs> He's, He's writing, writing the DC, Superman. Yeah, Superman, Green Arrow, Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, he he had you know he had his liner notes in the back of the book and talked about how Cobra Commander was always retreating and you know he's kind of a you know kind of a coward. You know, that's, <laughs> that's my first thought yeah. of Cobra Commander when I hear Cobra Commander like retreat. That's what yeah. I think of. So, yeah. <laughs> so watch him be a badass. Okay. I, I like so he's, he wanted to make Cobra Commander a badass and not run away. So yeah, he's like okay. shanking motherfuckers and just, yeah, just kind of being the Terminator, you know? Okay. So, nice. Uh, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. You know, it's a four out of five. I'm, I'm really into this, this crossover, this, these Energon, the Energon universe. I might go back and, hey, Gomer, if you're listening, well, not right now. He won't. He won't be listening this far. Anymore. So, uh, <laughs> are is Void Rivals worth reading? 
Because I guess that ties into this. Too. I'll just ask him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this okay. is my book of the week. So, yeah, pretty cool. Okay. So, you got your book of the week. Now, here's my book of the week. All right. All right. Okay. So, James Bond, volume two, number one, whatever it is. I can't remember what they called it. But, yeah, this is my book of the week. Now, re- why am I doing? Oh, where is this the Garth Ennis one? Yes, this is the Garth Ennis. Oh, shit. Yep. I was going to read. Well, look, tell me about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I said, this is Garth Ennis. For those who don't know who Garth Ennis is, like I said, he's, I don't know why you don't know Garth Ennis because it's a comic book podcast. So you should know. But I know a lot of people don't read comics, watch this podcast, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he made The Boys. Mm-hmm. He made The Greatest Run of the Punisher. Preacher. He made Preacher. He made a bunch of other shit. I can name some other shit also, but then we're going to start like Hitman. I was like, they go deep in the rabbit hole. Point is, he makes a lot of fucked up shit. Cross. Didn't he do Cross? He wrote Cross, too. Yeah. Yeah. Point is, he does a lot of fucked up comics, but the awesome fucked up comics. And now he's writing James Bond. So I got like, whoa, I want to see where this goes. Like I said, I've been reading James Bond comics on here. So and I know I got a feel of what those comics are like, but I want to see what Garth Ennis does when he steps his toe into it. Because you got to remember, Garth Garth Ennis is British, so he know he grew up with James Bond. So let's see where it goes. So let's start here. Uh, James Bond, and the name of his book is Cold Heart, Cold Steel. So let's just get into it. Okay, uh, Eli, yeah, he's not there. He's gone. That's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Here, here, here. Okay, here. good. I was gonna part. I was gonna party on anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the book starts off not like you expect a regular James Bond uh, movie or book to start off. We start off with the funeral of Sebastian Costanza, and his father Pablo Costanza is had gathered all his family here because he wants to avenge his his son because his son was killed by James Bond, and he's naming all his family members he has right there. He's got. Yes, we have to kill the Englishman known as James Bond because Sebastian Kazanza was some kind of big time drug lord. He was sent by MI6 to kill him and now they want revenge. So he's naming off his his family members. He got his two sons who were uh, leaders of a death squad, his two uh, daughters that were like child soldiers that killed so many people before they was even teens. Uh, His wife, who is his head lead, his head interrogator, who he's seen the crazy shit she does. People inside interrogate and his mother who has so many people in her bed that she killed them all. He don't know who his father is because he's just his father is one of the people he killed. So yeah. Uh and so he's like, and I'm gonna get revenge and we're gonna show, we're gonna put all our skills together and show James Bond who's really what we're gonna slice him up and cut his skin off and interrogate him and and shove his tongue down and you know all this crazy shit. And we're gonna show him right before we kill him. And he turns around and James Bond has killed everybody in his family already. <laughs> He couldn't hear it because the music was playing too loud. He was playing Mozart Requiem. I, I know the song. And anyway, he puts that, the, uh, that, that totally sounds like some Garth Ennis type of that shit. That sounds like some Garth Ennis <laughs> shit. That's why. So he cranked the music up so he couldn't hear him shoot his whole family. And then he turned the music down so he could see him. It's like, uh, it's like, why did you kill my family? He's like, I'm just saving myself time. I know you're going to come for me. So I decided to just get this shit over with. <laughs> you know? he turned Gar- so Garth Ennis turned James Bond into like a serial killer. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. He's like, this is all I wanted, Eli. This is all I wanted. <laughs> and so he just shoots this guy. <laughs> like, he was like, I just went ahead and did it before you people come after me. Like, you people? Yeah, you heard me. So he just shot him in the head. So James Bond has killed everybody in the family except one person. Grandma. He didn't kill Grandma. 
<laughs> so he's like, huh. He fucks grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me check. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> interlude. Interlude. I got to fix this. <laughs> I'm gonna okay <laughs> okay so that's the book going right now but I'm gonna keep going let me see where's the thing okay where is it damn it I didn't finish it anyway I'll tell you what thing. so he doesn't he doesn't fuck grandma what he does <laughs> here we go thought James Bond was never too busy for pussy <laughs> <laughs> I've done worse <laughs> Okay, back to the book. Back to the book. I had a little technical difficulties, but we're here. Okay, so he doesn't fuck grandma. He shoots grandma, <laughs> and he says, "Better safe than sorry," <laughs> just to make sure grandma doesn't come after later on. So now he debriefs himself to MI six. He does the whole thing with Money Penny, you know, the whole briefing thing and like that. You know, they flirt. Goes in there, the old man will see, and he goes in there, and basically Elm is cussing him out for killing the whole family. Like I get Sebastian Dan's answer. Why did you feel like you killed the whole family, even the grandma? It's like, because they were going to come after me. They just save us time and money. Just be done with it right now. You're like, okay. Cool. So, Damn yeah. it, Starsky. <laughs> you and Hutch right. cost the department over a billion dollars. Give me your gun and badge. And basically, he's telling him about his next mission. Next mission he has, he's showing him some footage about two monkeys playing with this bomb. And the bomb goes off in the freezer. He's just like, wait a minute. Did the bomb... Like, did the, did the image pause? Like, no, the bomb didn't pause. That's the weapon. They made a ice bomb. The reason they made an ice bomb is because a ice, because if you kill somebody with ice, like a grenade with ice, it doesn't damage the environment. It doesn't damage the building. doesn't damage the air like a, like a nuclear bomb will. They, you can, defer, they, we press a button and it defrosts. Or if it's in uh, extreme heat, it'll defrost on its own anyway. So, that means we save the environment and we kill everybody. So they're like, so where did this shit come from? We'll say, so the Russians made this 50 years ago, but we stole it from them. We sent an MI6 agent in there. They stole it. Well, a double O agent. He went in there, stole it for us, but they only half did it. So we've been trying to complete this thing for the last 50 years. And the moment we, we did it, which is what you're seeing right now, somebody stole it from us. So we need you to find out who stole it. And, do what you do because like i said if we don't know james bond isn't really a spy james bond is an assassin when they see james bond in that's it so they want james bond to find out who stole it and take care of it so that's mm-hmm. the thing so and we go to q branch and he's talking to q and it's uh, whatever like that he basically find out information on the 006 agent that stole the thing to begin with 50 years ago q knows the guy he's like when i first started there Go find the guy here. His name is Archibald Tryon. That's his name, Archibald Tryon. Go see him, and he'll give you more information about what he did when he stole the thing. You know, so Bond goes to Archibald's uh, place, but he's out in the beach just killing the sun, and he's like Archibald Tryon, and he like waves at me like here. So he like so he's got to go out there and talk to him. Takes his shoes off, go out there talk to Archibald Tryon. He was like, he like, look, I know you're a double O agent. I'm a double O agent, but I take that you know secret shit seriously so i'm not telling you anything you're like you got to me think i already know i know about the the mission in russia that you did you're like oh okay so you like to tell me what happened there let's take what's to tell you i went in there i banged a whole bunch of beautiful women a couple fat ones shot some people we got out of there (laughs) you know he like the things we do for king and country you're like queen 
like, oh yeah, it's the king. Shit. So that's letting you know that this is this is recent. You know, I feel like they're still hurting from that. England, British, you know. Oh, anyway. oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're going past that. Uh, and basically they're saying, look, I stole it from them. And so I guess the moment we fixed it, we perfected the formula, they stole it from us. So apparently they had to be somebody on the inside that we're doing. So who was there? We don't know. So while they're having a conversation, a black van parks up behind Bonds, Aston Martin, and these four people come out of there. And they're just talking. And they're just like, and basically Archibald's telling him that. So I don't know who, who took it. But the thing is, I do know that the Americans was impressed with what I did, which is good for us because we've always, even to this day, we have that Cambridge Five situation hanging over our head. Even to this day, we are a laughingstock in the intelligence community. And when he said that, I did some digging up on the uh, the Cambridge Five. That's a wild ass story. I don't know why there's a movie not made about that. For hopeless somebody to make that movie. But anyway, go past that. They're talking, and he basically telling him that basically Archibald thinks we did it by us, the Americans. He thinks we did it. So and James Bond is hoping we didn't do it because he's friends with a lot of Americans like the CIA. He's got a lot of friends in there and he didn't want to have to go in at guns blaze and taking out CIA uh, agents if they were behind the shit. You know, meanwhile, those guys behind the black van set up. They got a sniper rifle or uh, James Bond got all the information. He's leaving. And while the guy clicks him back, you know, he sees the glare of the sniper rifle lens there. So Bond already knows what's going on. Like, oh, shit, I'm about to get sniped. So he pulls out the keys with Aston Martin, hit the key fob, boom, his Aston Martin blows up. So, Damn. yeah, blows the Aston Martin, blows up the van, blows up guy, blows up guys up. And then Archibald, like, what the fuck? And Bond waves, and I don't know if the wave was for him to stay back while I tell you guys, or, hey, come on, check this shit out. Let's go fuck these guys up, you know. So these guys are all fucked up. They're rolling around on the ground. One of the women is, like, blown in half, you know, from the van. The other guy's <laughs> blown in half, like, two-faced. His gun is all fucked up because it was right to blast. So he tries to use his other hand. Didn't have other hand. He was blown <laughs> off also. Garth Rennes, Rennes wrote this book. So that's what you know. <laughs> And then he's looking around and standing over him is Bond. And Bond's like, okay, so who were you? And of course, you know, Bond's about to interrogate him. Da -da -da -da. I guess the end. <laughs> or to be continued. So yeah. So that's the book. So that's why I like this book. Now, the thing about the like this book, like I said, it's the Garth Ennis book. But what I like about this book, the Garth Ennis isms. Yeah, what I didn't like this book, the Bond isms. Not that I don't like Bond isms. It's just like I feel like Garth Ennis was just putting that shit in because it was like mandatory. You got to have a flirty scene with Money Penny. You got to have a Q scene. You got to have M cussing them out. You got to have this stuff like that. And I felt like that was obligatory where I just want him to just get into his story, the story he's trying to tell. Mm -hmm. So, so I liked it. And it's in my book of the week. Cause I think I like it better than black Panther and Iron Man, but I feel like the best is yet to come with this book. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with this book. I'm not going to drop it. The other James Bond's book. I've read the fish issue. I was out this one. I I'm staying with. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's see what Q does with his car. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so I want to see what James Bond take on. I'm sorry, Garth Ennis, James Bond, uh, take on James Bond is. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this. Let's see. Yeah, I, this, this one went past me. I had no idea it came out this week. Um, I just happened to see it. It's like if you check comments, not Kindle 
or whatever. Kindle, the fuck. yeah, it's Kindle whatever now. you want. Yeah, it's like yeah. way down to like. Yeah, like, yeah, it's you gotta, weird. Like, that really Kindle suck. app is way worse now. It sucks. It's it's way worse. <laughs> I gotta like really look for shit, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, I yeah. I yeah, I wanted to read it just yeah because I I dig on. Yeah, I'll check out Garth Ennis, James Bond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Garth Ennis as the Punisher. I mean, James Bond as the Punisher. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. give me that. <laughs> I mean, I just, honestly, that's what that's what James Bond is. That's what he's always been like. And originally, this is what he is. Yeah, an assassin. Yeah, yeah, he's an assassin. Like, there's no the people he goes up against. There's no difference between him other than the queen or the king tells him where to pull the trigger. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd, I'd like to see, yeah, Garth. I mean, and right away, just from what I've seen, it looks like, yeah, Garth Ennis is being Garth Ennis. <laughs> you know this is a Garth Ennis book. That's the thing yeah. about it, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just saw that he 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 co-created the darkness. Did he? Yeah, I thought it was all Mark Silvestri, but no. Right, was... yeah, okay, so, so he co-created it. Okay, yeah. Nice, okay. Which makes sense when you think about the darkness, so yeah. Are you there? Oh, Did in. I cut yeah, out? Did you cut out? Am I? Uh, it's probably me cutting out. But been a whole time. froze, or am I frozen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh, is he back? Am I back? Am I back? I, I never left. Yeah, I'll be here. Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, you froze. Well, it's probably me. I probably froze. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, so what else you got? What else you got? No, that's it. I mean, I did read um the new Titans book. That was another Beast World tie-in. It was pretty cool. Or the new Daredevil, where he kind of gets into a spat with She-Hulk because she's possessed. That's what's going on in the Daredevil run. He's a priest and he's exercising demons out of all his friends and shit. So, um, yeah, that's about it. I, you know, it's about all I read. So, cool. my my runner-ups. All right. So. All right, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Definitely check out this Geeks and Comics because they go deeper in the comics than we do. Matter of fact, we get some of our comic news from them. So yeah, yeah I should. I want. I would literally like to hear what Gomer has to say about Transform or not Transformers, GI yeah, Joe or Cobra Commander or either one because you know <laughs> yeah. they're gonna go. They're gonna go in on it. They're gonna yeah. see all kind of shit we didn't see. So yeah, sorry we didn't review Mean Girls this week. <laughs> sorry, I will say yeah, this yeah. though: that first Mean Girls was a classic. I don't care what anybody say. I saw it at the drive-in. I didn't mind it. Yeah, you know, it's like a a Heather's for a newer generation. Yeah, <laughs> plus I think it was another movie in between. Like you had Heather's, you had Mean Girls, and I think it was another movie. Jawbreaker, like Jawbreakers. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, they make another movie like this every ten years. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, if you listen more than thirty seconds, we appreciate you. Let us know how you feel in the new format. If you like it, and if I see good good feedback. We may play around with it. This kind of like a test run, the beta mode we're doing right now, and we'll kind of play around with it. If not, I switch back to the old thing. Y'all like bring the old shit back. We'll bring it back. Yeah. We'll, if, we'll, if 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 you yeah if, if you don't feel like turning your phone sideways, let us. Yes, we're doing this for you. <laughs> we know you TikTokers and Instagrammers and shit like that. You just want to just see this, so it, we made it for you. There you go. Yeah. So that we don't have to, you know. <laughs> so so we see how it goes so uh next week we'll come in with something i don't know what we're gonna talk about but we'll find something to talk about but until then this is leroy this is eli we talk to you guys next week same bullet time same bullet channel
Yeah. And 